today we're going to talk about being alone. Being alone is a superpower. I'm actually working on something right now for a lot of people to have about learning how to be alone because it's one of the most important things that we need to learn how to do in life, especially in today's generation. People don't know how to just be alone. The default emotion, the default mindset we jump into is that I'm lonely. I'm lonely and I want somebody. I cannot tell you how many people on a day-to-day basis message me that they're lonely, message me that they're, they, they want somebody, they need somebody. It's a very bad mindset when you're lonely and you want to go out and date. What you're going to do is you're going to settle for characteristics that are not necessarily what you're looking for because the pain of you being alone is higher than the pain of you being with someone that you're not necessarily compatible with. So you're going to tolerate a lot more of the negative behaviors. You've got to learn to really be alone first. Be happy in your own presence. Be content with yourself. When you master that, then and then only should you be looking for a relationship out of purpose, out of duty, out of the desire to build something in your life. Nowadays, we date for relationships. We want the best thing or nothing at all. And it's a very bad mindset there too. So I'm going to talk about a few things here today. Number one, let's focus on the idea that you need to be alone and you need to be comfortable being alone. Number two, it's dating with the intention to build partnership, growth, not dating for pleasure and not dating this unicorn person that is realistically not going to exist. So a lot of people that have mastered the ability to be alone, they don't want to date. They're very comfortable. That's the word comfortable being alone. I'm so happy being single. People will talk about that, right? And then they won't actually go out in the the dating marketplace. And, you know, to each his own, there's definitely like a 1% of 1% type person that is going to be very okay with being alone. But this mindset of I'm good by myself is a very weak, vapious, empty mindset in life. I might be hitting some egos here, but being by yourself is the lamest thing that you can do. You're never going to be able to build anything of value by yourself. No great company operates with just the CEO alone. It's a collaboration. It's a conglomeration of people that are working together to build something that is actually amazing. So at the end of the day, it's not about being alone. It's about learning to be alone first and then building with someone. Understand what I'm saying? But you need to go for compatibility. You can't just date for pleasure and fun. When you date for fun, when you date for your feelings, the only results you're going to be getting are emotional results. You're going to feel good, bad, happy, sad, angry, all the above. Your feelings are inconsistent. They are not really solidified in actual logic. Now, unfortunately, we are emotional beings. We operate off our emotions. But if you lead your life with your emotions and your emotions alone, you're going to lose, 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 lose. You're going to deal with people that are emotional. and You're going to date them because they are emotional. And you're going to really encounter yourself in situations where you will be broken over and over again. Then we get into the third mindset of this, okay? Where at first, okay, little review, it's being alone. Second is dating for compatibility. And the third one is more so raising your standards. Many people after a relationship go in this mindset of healing. Now, there is a period of isolation that you need after a breakup. I'm going to tell you this because you need to kind of recalibrate yourself and detox yourself from the addiction of that person. But you need to raise your standards. Many people go through a breakup and then say, oh, I need to heal. Great. Okay, wonderful. But the healing process becomes the whole thing. It's just about healing and you're number one, psychologically afraid to get involved in a relationship because you're afraid of what people can do to hurt you. Number two, you're healing, which is an unproductive state. Truthfully, it is. It's harsh to say this, but many times healing is just prolonged fear. It is prolonged fear 
where you're unable to go out and date again. You're never going to want to go and date people after a bad breakup. It's not something that's going to be pushed onto you. You might have moments where you're attracted to people and you might like the idea, but the moment that you start to really get involved with them and you get close, you have this like trigger response, this, this trauma that comes up where you're like, oh my God, I can't do this. Like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. That's a good thing. That's your body healing. That's your body actually fully re realizing that like this person wasn't good for you and it's it's redefining what it wants so that's actually a very good thing it's never going to be a, a perfect time for you to jump into a new relationship and to talk to someone especially after a breakup so you have to understand that healing is a very unproductive process in itself and i know that that hurts a lot of therapists i know that hurts a lot of coaches i've talked about healing quite a bit in my content but the technical nature of it is is actually in a prolonged sense is not productive people heal they get better and then they get broken up again. They, they break down because they never actually raise their standards of what they want in the relationship. They haven't learned from the breakup in itself. Healing is not learning, okay? Healing is just feeling better, feeling back to normal because you've detoxed fully from the addictive process of the relationship in itself. That is the importance of healing. It's detoxing from the addiction, but you don't need months and years to detox from someone. Ideally, you should take about 90 days, right? I guess that's three months but you don't need years. Some of you will stay in the healing process for years after a breakup. And you know what's worse? Your therapist will recommend it. They'll say, oh, like you should do it when you're ready. Therapists provide a lot of coping mechanisms, but they don't actually give you structured guidance on go out, go date. Even when it's uncomfortable, you've got to push yourself a little bit. The only growth that you're gonna have in life is when you push yourself. And it's awkward to push yourself emotionally. Physically, we can take it. When we're working out in the gym, we can take it. When we're pushing ourselves at, at work, we understand that it's for that purpose. Staying up late, grinding it out, studying for an exam, we, we can push ourselves. But emotionally, it really hurts. It really, it's, it sucks. You got to learn to push yourself. When you're on a date with someone that you know is good for you, but you're still caught up on your ex, you got to force yourself sometimes. You got to stop being a little baby about your feelings and really focus on compatibility. Dating and relationships were always about compatibility. Don't ever forget that. People always forget that. They think that dating is for fun. Love is this idea that was really romanticized in the Shakespearean era. But realistically, love-based relationships fail miserably. Look at the West. All of it is love. I'm in India right now. It's less than 1% rate of divorce. You know why? Because India has a majority of arranged marriage. Does this mean that you have to go get an arranged marriage? No, but you should arrange your own marriage. Arrange your marriage with the idea of compatibility. In India and in other countries that are more so, you know, cultural, they marry for compatibility. They marry for this makes sense for our families to be together. And we're going to work on this union because it's beneficial to us as a partnership. That is the actual correct idea for marriage. So you marry for compatibility. Before we used to marry and that the mindset was more so sex and children or provision and protection. That was really what it is. Nowadays that women are making a lot more money, especially in the West, we're able to marry for luxury. And we don't necessarily need to marry a man as a woman to go out and, and provide for us, we can marry him because it makes sense for us emotionally. But this is also the bad mindset. Men are not as emotional as women. Men and women are very different. There's a lot of things that don't make sense. We, we work best together when we're, pushed, when we're put in high stress situations. So when you're in a partnership with someone, you should push. And in order for you to jump into that partnership, you should push for compatibility rather than, oh, I love you, I care about you. And before you jump into any partnership, you have to be completely okay with being alone. And here I am describing this landscape like this is all transactional in a business. Many times, marriage and love is a business. There is a business of putting people together. 
and the marriage in itself should be a partnership which you should treat like a business that person is going to be the the person that you eat about 20,000 meals with they're going to be your permanent roommate they're going to live with you they're going to eat with you they're going to sleep with you they're going to do their finances with you they're going to raise your kids with you they're going to decide whether you have kids or not religious together if you're religious like it's a lot of different things your life is embedded with them so you have to be very strategic about picking the right partner i've never built a business off of friendship but guess what i build friendships off business and i'm going to tell you this and circle back here you never build a marriage off love but you can build love off of a marriage you can love somebody when they do well for you when they do good for you i love the people that i work with and they're great people in general we have a lot to talk about and i've grown that love i've grown that friendship i've grown that relationship because we make a lot of money together we have a lot of success together we do very well in business and i'm proud and i'm happy for the people that work with me and obviously from that i've made some lifelong friendships we've gone and struggled together a friendship is so much better when you struggle with someone instead of just laughing and you know sitting around and drinking beer like that that's a lame friendship that's a weak friendship if your love is really grown from you sitting around and enjoying time together traveling and just sitting and not really doing any difficult things then that love is so weak it's not real and it's based off pleasure love that comes when you struggle together when you work hard when you're really trying to overcome things and reach certain goals with your partner in a partnership with someone that you've really said hey me and you were going to go at life together that is real love that is real partnership and that desire for you to be together and the wins that you have they're they're going to be so much better so let go of this idea that love is pleasure love is having fun love is someone that buys you flowers every single day and gets you wine and you have great sex and blah 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 you can have this stuff but it's better to have it when you win when you struggle you know i love the people that struggle with me i i'm so much more loyal to them because they struggle with me there are people in my life that are fun they're enjoyable to be around and i keep them at an arm's length because even though we get along we have the same ideas we have the same minds we like the same things they're not down to struggle with me. I'm going to keep people that struggle with me close rather than people that don't struggle with me and that are just there for the fun and the fireworks and all the rainbows. So I hope this made sense guys. I really appreciate you taking some time out of your day to listen to me. Thank you for, you know, all the support, all the love. If you guys like my content, definitely subscribe to my YouTube. Check me out on Spotify and Apple. Give us a little positive review. Big shout out to KND Group for sponsoring our podcast and for always supporting our content and allowing us to bring you this wonderful content in terms of video form because they give us access to their penthouses. If you're ever in the Cleveland area, just check the KND Group out. They have a lot of great apartments there. And guys, once again, love you. Until next time, sue me out.